Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. What up, fam? So, a, uh, I guess I noticed on the last couple of these I recorded, there was a hell of a static. So I had to troubleshoot the couple wires here in this tangled cheap equipment that I have to see what was causing that. I believe I found the issue. I also noticed that I don't like recording with the headphones in because then I have to hear myself. So it's a lot easier for me to roll these things off if I don't have them in. But then when that static was chirping in during some of my, it seemed to happen when my voice would ramp up. Uh, yeah, I wasn't aware of that. So I just let it roll. And, you know, I, I guess everything being done to absolute perfection, I could have redid it, but fuck perfection because nothing's perfect and I cannot remain stagnant. So on with the show. Anyway, so today, uh, without getting into any current events or my own little little bit of bullshit going on, um, just got a topic that seems to be revolting in my ever-loving despair of what I come into contact with and the influences that I look up to seem to all like everybody that, that that tends to do personal development or help you in some way like all just happens to hit on these same subjects i'm trying to figure out who the like you know the the positive klaus schwab is on the top of the other end that actually dictates all of these things that come out <laughs> but uh either way i love hearing some stuff like that and uh yeah i'm just gonna get it right into some of the one of the weirder ones that are just my absolute personal opinions of things that I've preached and talked about for years as far as karma and the powers that be truly running the world, whether it is the elected politicians, the lizard people, or the thousand-year-old beings that have been drinking baby's blood that have kept them in control. Whatever it is that you might believe in, whether you like it or not, there is a good and evil force that does dictate the you know, behaviors and outcomes and individuals, situations and countries and actions and history itself and all of those, every story you've ever heard, every war or confrontation or decision that's ever been made, there's always someone who thinks there's right. There's always someone who has to be the wrong person on the other end of that receiving thing. And that is the yin and yang of the world that we live in, right? So if you're new to this, and this just happens to be one of the first ones you've tuned into, this is a, uh, I rattle a lot, I'm going to subject hop, I might miss some things, I might not come back to it. Uh, the more engaged that I get an audience, the absolute more detail that I can be driven into some of these subjects that I want to cover. I've been told I need to talk slower so that everyone can understand. If you don't fucking pick it up, I'm sorry man, maybe this shit ain't for you. But uh, these are just certain other things I believe in. So how do the true powers that be that are actually in control, because somebody is in control, right? Whether it's, it's, it's you know, the God fighting demons on a spiritual level or if it's the human beings playing push and pull with their own personal agendas, there's always someone in control. So how can the powers that be avoid karma for some of the, ruthless evil things that have happened on this earth that these people in power have either known about purposely done themselves or somehow had such a corrupt point of view from what their belief in right and wrong is that somehow they could justify those means and uh 
that's just always something I like to rattle off to, to people. You know, there's what's, you know, if you're doing the right thing in any situation, that right thing is the thing that you know that is the best possible outcome with the information that you had been provided given that situation, right? Hindsight's always twenty twenty. No matter what, you might figure out that there was a different way you could have did something. But, you know, once again, what do you do in the moment, especially when it comes to survival, well-being, or that next move you know you need to make in your life that's critical? It has to be you know, calculated. Anyway, so how do the powers that be, you know, avoid karma? This is what I believe. This is how I believe that evil people in history have certain, you know, they they rise to this certain power and everyone just doesn't understand how someone could do that without like the yin and the yang of the universe, you know, swinging that pendulum back in their direction for, you know, things to take its course. You ever heard that saying like, you know, fuck that guy, he's going to get his because that's the way it is, right? If they continue to act, behave, and go through the world like that, their individual world through the eyes of that person will eventually be exactly what they've earned. A shit show. But by truly believing that they have revealed a little bit of information for their true intentions that they dibble and dabble into your public affairs of the things that you come into contact with every day, they have given themselves the benefit of the doubt that they have given you the best chance to be aware of all the things that they're doing and all of their true intentions. And that way they can rest the ease of their mind and conscience and their true believing that they gave you every chance to avoid and be aware and know exactly what their next move were going to be. So as long as you know about it, as long as you are aware, they don't have to end their actual soul that some of these evil beings even even evil is going to have a soul at some point and they believe that they are doing the absolute best thing to their knowledge and that's how they avoid a karmic response you know there's a there are some people who maybe walk around the earth blind and make entirely bad decisions and you never see karma quite reap that person you know the guy that might have got away with being a drug dealer or, you know, being in a gang for 20 years doing horrible stuff. And they're like, nothing ever happens to that guy. Maybe it's because in his own mind, that person has justified that everything they're doing is some freaking how correct. So therefore, they avoid those negative things of karma. Karma only affects those who are aware of it. That's why you got to pick up the trash when you walk by the trash can in order to better yourself. Because if there's something that you can do that you have realized, right? Now your you, karma is in your field and you just gain the ability to use that to your advantage or your disadvantage. You Now that you are aware, you'd be better, right? That's That's just the full circle of it. And what is karma, right? There's good karma. There's bad karma. I believe that, you know, you, what you put into the universe, you get back. And that goes both ways. You treat everybody like shit. You be an asshole. You know, that's why everyone says, you know, don't treat people like that. You know, something bad will happen to you or good karma. You know, that's why people, you know, go out of their way to help people to do the right thing. You know, oh, well, you know, there are people who self-sacrifice all the time. Their, their, their energy, their, their money, their, their, these things, you know, uh, people who are better than me, who, you know, ask the homeless guy who's hungry, you know, what do you want to eat and, and get them things like those actions truly do like get you light years ahead in your life. So karma's real. 
I believe that there's very few people who believe that, you know, no matter how you act, it's not going to affect the way that the universe and nature revolves around you and the opportunities and the paths that pop up in your life due to the decisions that you make on a daily basis, right? I always like to think of life itself as like this tree that's forever growing with different roots and paths. And then, yeah, every deep breath, every notion, everything that you comprehend and do dictates which path you go on. And, you know, and by the time you're 20 years down the road compared to, you know, someone who stayed on this side of the tree and took that straight path all the way here and someone else who's went on all these crazy branches and up and down and all these all the different times like the harder that you make it the further up in that tree you get or in life itself i'd say because we like to say we come from the dirt get to the grass make it to a tree and then eventually you know the goal is the mountaintop but you never do reach it it is a mirage so the, the powers that be have used Hollywood propagated intentional disfigurement of your everyday reality to so much corrupt it from movies, music industries, the TV, every single place that you look, it's like nothing's real. Like hygiene supplies, you know, do you buy toothpaste or does the toothpaste is what's causing you to have cavities so that you go to the dentist because those are the people who are sponsoring the colleges that teach them this education that doesn't actually help your you know teeth and your gums and all these things and i mean i'm not uh college educated on that particular subject in any way shape or form but you know the the most dental problems i ever had in my personal life was right after i got my teeth cleaned i've talked to a lot of different people about similar experiences it seems like it's again a circle are you it has me distrusting these everyday things that, you know, some people might think I'm crazy for. And that's why I want to talk about it on a show. Because when I'm looking at shampoos and, you know, deodorants and all these, don't look at me, I'm not a stinky guy. I wear all these normal things because we're, it's just accustomed to, right? You have to, or else you're a, a nasty, un, you know, sainted person. But are these things causing like health problems that you're unaware of because the powers that be don't have any good intentions for you they're not trying to make healthy food popular they're not trying to make being fit and strong popular right you got chubby models you got chubby stuff shoved down your face you've got you face you have ignorant music you know from every genre you can talk to you know it's like it used to be better like what's up with that you know the new rap sucks the new country sucks the new rock is whiny like Everything that gets passed by this certain like inspection of what it needs to be mainstream automated to become popular has to go through this check that's like, okay, you know, nothing, nothing to benefit people, nothing to make them any better. It's, it's got to fall into the line. I hate the, the cartoons that I watch with my kids and I'm constantly catching these little like feel bad for yourself and let's make the bad guy the good guy and let's make this confusing and let's just just continuously pull at the heartstrings of people as early as we can so that by the time they have to that moral compass comes in the check it's generally already so far out of whack by the world that they live in that it's hard to justify what's right and wrong i know i'm probably getting a little a little full circle with this but it is a worldwide purpose-driven experiment to see how population act and react under governmental control and influence. And that goes from everything from music, movies, TV, social media to warfare and 
and you know criminal acts and justification of laws. It's all one big worldwide purpose-driven experiment to see how populations act and react to governmental control. I believe that this experiment has been ran. Like, you know, once again, the, the whoever these people are who I believe can sit in a room, I believe they've been here and have, you know, if we're just now discovering some of the technology that they've revealed to us, these people are a lot older than any of us will ever guess or fathom. They've been around, they've seen some things, um, you know, or, or I don't know, maybe there's just a secret book of evil that's been passed on from, you know, whatever. But there is definitely a co-op power existence to be i believe they've been running these experiments in these other countries for the last 20 years and all of it was a scripted intentional rehearsal of how things would play out when the time comes for them to make their biggest moves that they're going to have to was the war in iraq a 20-year experiment to see how the opposition and what you know developments came from close quarters combat would be like here in America or how the population would react you know once they have to be dependent on themselves for protections or you know when all the government assistance has been destroyed and there's no one help left to govern what does the population do and i'm not talking about your policemen and your soldiers and your politicians i'm talking about all governmental control like your trash pickup and your public water and your mail service and your your entities of transportation for for people who don't have it like these controlled entities that went out of play and you know about the same fashion to all the modern warfare that you see go on around the world and it seems to be that play again and again you know the the shock and awe campaign on the night that we we decided to to enter iraq you know where they targeted all these government buildings and they you know essentially tried to neutralize that place and then you know i once again man i'm not a expert in that subject i'm a fan of those guys i read a lot of their stuff they are incredible human beings right so when i when i hear these detailed stories of just the way that they they went house to house and just the things that they had to do and um you know, just the way that the locals too you know they they run up and throw rocks on the ground to learn what your rifle range is and then they just just all these primitive primitive ways of warfare that you know in certain times would just match itself to the some of these extremely well-trained guys and that's what happens when your back's against the wall for survival i'm not advocating for any of them pieces of shit that all got killed over there they probably deserved it you know to some extent but how many of them were unplugged from anything political or going on and they didn't know any better how many of them didn't speak any language all i know is somebody's here in my backyard wanting to come into like i and that's why they say that it'll never happen on the u.s but the average United States citizen's reaction would be no different than it was in any of these other countries that we tried to go over there and dictate, right? If there were people coming in on airplanes and armored cars with a language we didn't speak in a uniform we didn't understand asking to come in, we are going as Americans, don't we are resilient, right? We're going to eventually be forced to communicate with the people around us. We're going to be forced to, to have to leave the women and children somewhere safe so that we can can organize and, and arm up and decide how and what we're going to do to protect ourselves and our area and our property and our livelihood. And if shit's hit the fan at that point, it really is just like food, water, and life. And that is the amenities of what's necessary to survive. You're not chasing any of those other pleasurable things that have been part of your daily existence. What if 
all of those tactics were a play to see what happens. All right? I watched the, uh, what's that goofy-ass thing? Bobby Wine from, you know, the African place. Oh, God. My mind just went blank because they only said the name of the country every two seconds in the entire thing. It was a few days ago. I'm working out of town. They're starting to blend together. But those examples or experiments of what happened here, and I believe it's, you know, we got artificial intelligence. All the all these things are being, you know, documented, rehearsed, and then played again. Documented and rehearsed and played again on a smaller scale in a less impacted place with a less of a global eye. And then it, I believe it all comes down to ultimately wanting to take down America because we are the, I don't know what you, I mean, everyone on the entire earth pimps out america because we are a consumer basis right like you can sell your product in your whole country for 10 years and you might not never actually be a a giant success until you make that one deal in the united states because you know when your product goes over there you can you have the potential to make millions and millions of dollars just because of the population and numbers itself and the freedom of enterprise for the consumer base so we are even in the mix of the the way of how shitty our country is being ran now, we are still the global eye of what the rest of the world looks at us to do. And that's why I believe that they're trying to to propagate that weakness in every way, shape, and form they can because they want us to look as weak as we can. And that's not conspiracy. That's not, you know, a hope. That is a push of this odd mainstream. And, no, and, and Amer- as Americans, everyone feels it. Everyone feels it. I hear about these 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 left-handed people or left-handed left-sided people who believe in all of these things. Like I haven't met one. I have not fucking met one. Maybe it's because I'm white trash. Maybe it's because I hang around. I don't know people who who are all believing in the same things. I, I'm working out of town on a construction site right now, and I have yet to meet any. Half the people are from Canada, and the other half are are from Alabama, and no one is even none of them have ever met, you know, that's the question. Have you, do you have anybody in your family who actually believes in that stuff? Is there, you know, oh, maybe that like one friend they went to high school with, they might have on social media who every now and then would share some stupid fucking flag, dumb bullshit, but now it gets so much hatred on it that they kind of just shut the fuck up. So that's the actual temperature on the ground. That's the normalness. So you know, these people are a lot smarter than all of us are. I believe that they've predicted what the pendulum would swing and in which way it would go. And they are right there to alter the course of action to, to their benefit and whatever the next move may be. So that's what you get when you add two plus two, right? You get four kind of like all the other wars and all the other things and all the other situations that have played out. And then everyone sees those exact things happening here now. And uh, and they just keep thinking that 2 plus 2, is, I guess, is going to equal like 54 or some other weird number. And they don't understand how that is all adds up. And I say these things to people all the time. And I see it when, you know, I'm hanging out at the, the track and I go to pull, you know, some waters or something out of my bag. And I have, you know, magazines sitting there. I have something like, whoa, dude, that's, that's in your lunchbox? I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, why wouldn't it be? Like... I don't know, you know, am I, I'm not a crazy prepared anything, dude. I'm like very minimal in my tactical experience at all, if any. I don't even think, like you can't even call, I, don't, I have none. There's a zero there. Like, no, there's like, 
if you were to add up all of the hours I have alone with that type of training, we're probably looking at about like one, maybe. So if I can be prepared or think about these things outside the box, like why is it such an odd occasion? And uh, I guess I'm going to keep this kind of full circle while I'm on the subject because I'm trying to drag these, make not drag these out and make it absolutely full of erratically bullshitted propaganda words that I could use to fill time and space and make it sound intricate when it's actually just a bunch of bullshit. Try not to do that. But uh, I see it, man. Um, I'm working for this, this new company. I'm out of town. And the young kids that I'm working around are so, like, like the, their perception on what they think they're capable of is such an opposite perception of what dumbass 19-year-old me thought I was capable of. When I was young, every single person I knew, the, the problems that we had is we were all dreaming above our skill set or dreaming above our actions. Everyone I knew, every friend I had was going to be a, you know, oh, this guy's going to, you know, play in a band and this guy's going to be a music producer and this girl's going to, you know, be a doctor and this guy, he's going to be a, a firefighter like his dad and this dude's going to own, you know, the construction company and this guy's going to do this. Like we all already knew what we were going to do and we were going to be so good at it. We were going to be so great that, you know, we didn't actually put any effort into, you know, oh, I just decided and we thought it was going to magically happen and I watched a bunch of people turn into their their 20s and 30s and have to have kids and get married in these jobs and watch life just kind of naturally take its course before they ended up being this, you know, person who might have had a dream at some point, but then, you know, got sucked into the matrix that we've all had to live in at one point in our time, uh, in one point of our life or another, where you have to just come in and go and come and go and you're on repeat and you're doing the same thing and you're wondering, what the fuck is this? Is this survival? Am I alive? Am I free? And you just go through the motions and pay this and do that and that, 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 that. The 19 year old kids that I'm working around with today, like, I, it's just such a, you know, these conversations I have and these kids are awesome. Don't get me wrong, man. These kids are, are cool as fuck because when I talk, you can tell it like, like no one's ever said this shit to them before. They haven't heard these words of, you know, it's like, like their excuse at 19 is that they are 19 and they don't know. Oh man, I'm just 19 and I don't really know anything. So I'm not sure. My problem when I was 19 was I knew everything and I was going to do everything and we were all dreaming above our means. But I couldn't imagine, you know, now when I talk to them guys who are fucking in their 30s, hey man, I thought you were going to do, yeah, you know, well, I don't really know nothing and I've only done this for, you know, 15 years and, you know, now I'm a cell phone salesman or whatever the fuck their useless ass job is that, that has no skill, benefit or fulfillment in their daily actions. The kids now are doing that at night. Well, I'm just 19 and, you know, I just haven't really learned anything and I just don't know whatever to do. So I guess this is like, you know, the best thing for me. Like, like they didn't, they didn't even get the opportunity to like dream and hope and have all these high things that, you know, every person I knew at a certain point thought that they were capable of them things, right? It takes a rude awakening of years of life to just kind of like, oh, you got to put effort into your choices before your choices reflect something positive. Oh, you mean like everything you have and everything you've ever accomplished in your life is just a math equation added up to the actions that you've taken the day before. And then you do that math equation plus time. And that is the person that you are today. Fuck what I could have done if I would have not had my head so far up my ass when I was 19. 
So uh, it, I don't know, man. You know what? These kids, it's it's these basic, basic things that again, you know, I hear them talk about them not preaching in school or you know any type of financial education. Like, man, I just don't even know how to go about buying a car, and I just don't know how to buy buy this, and I can. Somehow I can relate things in, in short, sweet sentences like, nah, you need to get pre-approved for a loan. Don't just walk into a dealership. You can do all that shit on your phone, you know, and watch some YouTube videos, dude. There's probably fucking 10 YouTube channels of ex-used car salesmen who go through everything to avoid and not to look for. And if I would have watched that the first time I went to buy a new car, maybe I wouldn't have signed at some stupid ass interest rate for some crazy high payment because they brought a piece of paper out and said, do you agree with this payment? When I'm watching the YouTube video and the guy's like, if they do this, they're scamming you. Fuck, they did all that shit to me. How much could I avoided by putting this simple piece of technology that everyone carries around that is an unlimited definition of answers to a filtered degree of also what they want you to believe, right? Because there is no actual truth in the world. You have to read through the lines. I always say there's nothing pure in this world, man. You can try to eat as healthy as you want. Unless you're buying meat from someone you know who killed that animal, it's probably got something in it. And even if you know the person who killed the animal, the feed they ate probably had some chemical in it that wasn't natural. If you're eating apples and lettuce, it's probably sprayed with some sort of something that wasn't here, a hundred years ago and they're so hard to find something pure in this world and if you try to grow a pure garden at home guess what it's gonna probably get infested with some shit and there's gonna be some problem and it's just not what the expectations have been set to for everyone to, to, to just operate off this new standard that is nothing pure anymore so i'm not even sure if any of that made any sense if it all gets fitted together I'm not sure if I even made a fucking point on this one besides, uh, you know, if you're not aware that your whole entire world in front of your eyelids is 90% bullshit and you have to really look through the lines to see the truth in the everyday reality of the world that we all live in, even whoever is listening to this, you live in a world where there is something when you walk away from this, whether it's the next picture you see on a sign, it's the next store you walk into in the ad, it's the next post that pops up when you're scrolling, you're going to get fed some bullshit where someone today is going to think that you, you're supposed to feel sad, they're going to play on your emotions, it's going to be a way to be unhealthy and it's okay. We are propagated to be exposed to this world of weakness. And because the pendulum swings both ways, it's giving all this opportunity for people to, to like have it in their face like, fuck man, this is bullshit. And then I get to mention to these kids like, do you know what 75 hard is? Like, do you know what... You know, have you ever heard of, of this person? Have you heard of that person? Like, no, the, this is the only reason I even have an Instagram is so that when my day is going to shit, I can be like, oh, what does Goggins have to say today? Oh, <laughs> I guess I am just being a bitch, huh? Yeah, that, that's, that's if I were to ask him what he thinks of my feelings, what is Goggins going to tell me? Yeah, that'll make you like get the fuck up and stop thinking that bullshit that everybody else is thinking which is probably the reason that you're having to do what you're doing in the first place right so don't get caught up in the bullshit because the evil powers that be will do all that shit on purpose because they believe that they gave you every opportunity right they put it in the movies they told you that this was going to happen and that was going to happen and this was going to happen you know 
I've seen Star Wars. I don't want immigrants to become stormtroopers. I don't want U.S. forces going door to door to try to confiscate weapons here. Can you imagine a shit show that would be? I don't even think it's statistically or logistically possible. Like, it's not. But if there was, you know, also I didn't think that the the army soldiers in these countries that I've never visited would, like, kidnap members of political campaigns and political oppositions and hold them in prison for months at a time or beat them or shoot the people around them to hold political office. So some of these things are very eye-opening when I can see them on a screen. Imagine how much it'll do to people's emotions from these places when they have to live and witness that in their everyday life. We take so much for granted here. So don't get caught up in the bullshit. Don't think that anything's okay because that karmic response will be what the rest of your life is. It's what you want it to be. It's what you make it. Go out, kick a little ass, win some some something today. I don't know, man. Uh... Yeah, I wish I had something better to close this out with, but I really fucking don't. I'm in the middle of the grind. This, I, I'm really good at what I do. When it comes to sprinklers, fire sprinklers, and pipe fitting, and all of the grunt-type work that they teach you, I excel at that stuff. Um, working around people from other countries is a little different, but right, we have to be diverse. I have to learn. I have to figure out what Celsius means. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Go out and kick a little ass today. Take some names and win. Catch y'all in the next one. Peace, ma'am.